We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Starting this thing back up, salute to Knicks Nation, part two of the doubleheader. And uh, listen, we have a trade on our hands. Let me know if you guys can hear me okay. We have a trade on our hands. And this trade is Marcus Morris has officially been traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. Marcus Morris has officially been traded to the Los Angeles Clippers in a three-way trade with the Knicks getting Mo Harkless from the Clippers. A 2020 first round pick from the Clippers. A 2023 second round pick from the Detroit Pistons. They have the right to swap their 2021 first round pick with the Clippers, which probably won't ever happen, but hey, miracles do happen. And the rights to Isuf Senan, who's a uh, a, a uh, point guard prospect out of Ukraine. He's currently in, I believe, the Wizards G League. Clippers are getting Marcus Morris. They're also getting Isaiah Thomas. Wizards get Jerome Robinson. All right, so let's break it down. The way I see this thing is this. We wanted the first round pick out of the deal, okay? Um, It was between the Lakers and the Clippers, all right? For the people who don't like the deal, you got to understand a couple things. There was only so many places we could trade him, Okay. He's a rental player making $15 million. The salary is an issue, and the lack of commitment is an issue. So the only caliber of teams that were going to trade for him were contenders. So now it came the Clippers, it became the Lakers. What I'm hearing, what I heard personally, is that the Laker deal was going to be too complex, okay? The Knicks wanted Kuzma in the deal, okay, What I'm hearing is that the Lakers wanted Mitch and Iso and Morris. You needed extra pieces to make the deal work from the Lakers end because Kuzma was only making $3 million per year. Okay. Um, So if they didn't, if they couldn't do that, they needed to include a third team. 
On top of that, if they did the, the Laker deal straight up, the Knicks would have had to have shed more players to make the roster spots equate. So with that, the Lakers wanted ISO. They wanted Mitch. The Knicks said no way, so they took Kuzma off the table. So it was back to the Clipper. The Clipper deal was always going to be the most realistic deal. Okay? At the end of the day, for the people who don't like the deal, you guys got to understand something. This is a rental player. His future here is not guaranteed. Okay? We have a new regime in, in, in tow, and he's also going to be a free agent. So there was no guarantees that Marcus Morris was going to come back here, people. Maybe he still will. And if he still does, guess what? We have an extra asset in here that we can play with. Maybe we trade it. Maybe we draft a a, a role player. You never know. So that's the bottom line, people. For the people who don't like the deal, you got to understand. Yes, we like what Mook gave us. There was nothing wrong with how he was playing. He was the best player on the team. All of it, the grit, everything. He was a physical player, brought that toughness back. It didn't translate into many wins. But we take it. You have to just take the deal. You know what I mean? You got to take the deal because it was not guaranteed that Marcus Morris was going to be back here. There was no guarantees that he was going to be back here. So we have to take that deal. You get the first round pick. And you do something with it. That's all, that's all I say. That's all I say. Yes, earlier it was reported that uh, the Clippers could have potentially been adding in some prospects. We heard Terrence Nunn. Uh, there was another prospect, Mbele. I, I, I can't pronounce his name that great. I don't want to butcher it. That's Matumbo's nephew who has some promise. Would have liked to have had those, of course. I would have liked to have had those players to build with potential development pieces. But at the end of the day, you got what you were looking for. You got the first round pick for a rental player. He fell into the Knicks lap. I can't complain with it. To me, I'm okay with it. What do you guys think about it? Leave me a comment in the chat. Uh, There's also a poll. There's a poll at the top right-hand side, the little eye icon. Vote in the poll. Let me know what you guys think about it. I'll announce the uh, results when we get off. So to everybody in the chat once again, back at it. Part two of three. Remember tonight, Knicks versus Orlando, the same old Knicks versus Orlando at the Garden. So we have, uh, we're going to get some fan reactions live from MSG. See what the fans have to think about it. We have a new president in Leon Rose. We executed the Morris trade. So we're going to find out from the fans what they think about it. And uh, and that's it. That is it, man. So, so let me know what you guys think about it. The phone lines are up. Um, let's go to three, four, seven first. What's your name? Where are you calling from, man? Hello? Yo. Yo, what's good? Yo, what's going on, CP? What's good, man? Who's this? Yo, this is Twan, man. Twan, how you feeling, man? Twan Don. Yo, how you feeling, bro? Hey, look, man. Today we did some next things, man. Today we did some nicknames. What do you mean, bro? Hey, look, man. This is this was this was bad, CP. Why, CP? How you gonna say that Morris was not getting? The man said he wanted to be in New York. What does that mean, bro? That means nothing, Twan. This is a business, bro. 
That means nothing, man, Twan. Look, you... man, that man actually wanted to be in New York, man. Twan, this let me ask you something. Let me... We going to get is going to be more like a second round. Let me, let me ask you something, Twan. What we do know is that the that man is... who did want to keep him here is no longer here, and that is Steve Mills. Can you, can you guarantee to me that Leon Rose wants to keep Marcus Morris? Can you say that to this day you're confident that Leon Rose and the new regime is going to sign Marcus Morris to a multi-year deal? CP, I mean, he was a bad pickup. That was garbage, too. That's why the Knicks are doing Knicks. Man, we're never going to get good doing the stuff that we are doing. These are trash moves, and nobody wants to admit it. Listen, man. You you can't you cannot guarantee that this player is going to come man, back. Man, nobody's happy that that dude came in to be our president. Who is he? Well, I mean, we know about his little agency or whatever. Yeah. Man, it, man, look, I, I swear, man, it's like the Knicks are always shopping from thrift stores, man. Twine, you can't guarantee he was going to come back, man. You cannot guarantee that. I don't care if he says, I love New York. I don't care if he bought a condo at the top of the Empire State Building. Talk is cheap, Twan. Money talks. Let's say they come to the table and Mook says, you know what? I want I earned it. I want a four-year deal worth 60 right now or I'm walking. And the next regime says, you know what? You're not worth it. We give you three. And he walks. What happens then? You you thank him for, for, for getting us 20 question, wins? CP. Right. Let me ask you a question, CP. Yeah. The draft pick that we got, right? Yeah. Is, okay, the Clippers is going to be in the finals I or somewhere agree. around the finals. Yes. That's just, we're really getting, we're really getting a second round pick. Maybe. And we don't even know what we're getting. Maybe. The the, the the fear of the unknown is realistic. And appreciate the call, bro. The fear of the unknown is realistic. I'm not here to tell you that, you know, we're going to get some superstar in return, but we're going to get something. And and if this new regime, if their system is worth its salt, maybe it's a player that you can develop. I know I said the bad word. I said the D word. You guys don't want to hear the development word. Maybe that's just uh, uh, conventional wisdom on my part. But that's just how I feel about it. Maybe that piece gets flipped in a trade. If you don't, if you're not confident in the development route, maybe that gets flipped in a trade. It's something, man. It is something. You have to take what you can get. You guys fall in love with the sentiment. Sentiment gets you nowhere, man. I love, listen, I love what he gave us. I love what he did for us. But at the end of the day, talk is just talk. Means nothing to me until they get to the negotiating table. Because I need to know that the front office wants him back. And I need to know that he'll he'll agree on a deal. And maybe he still does. It's not the end of the world. Maybe he still does. So, that's just it. So, that's the trade, man. No DSJ trade. No ISO trade, no Portis trade. Uh, None of the vets got dealt. None of the vets got dealt. Like I said, we also know that we have a new president. His name is Leon Rose. No, it's not the guy from King of Queens. This is the uh, one of the most powerful agents in the business, along with World Wide West, one of the most powerful men in the sports, are coming in as the new regime. Again, we heard from Berman that Scott Perry has a relationship with, with Worldwide West and Rose. 
What does that mean? I don't know. Berman always likes to tie those type of relationships in there that he knows him, he knows him. Sometimes it really doesn't mean anything. But we'll see. Maybe they bring back Perry. Whatever it is, they're going to have to bring in their 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 regime and we got to see what happens. All right? I I I we did the show earlier. I gave my thoughts on it. It's risk. It's a huge risk because number 1, they have no experience in building the roster. I agree with that, Twan. And number two, it just seems real political. It seems like Dolan is really star chasing because this guy has relationships with a lot of the top players in the league. All right. He's represented Embiid. He represents Devin Booker. He represents Carl Anthony Towns. He represents Melo. At one time, he represented LeBron. So listen, he, he's, he's experienced. He's connected in that regard, player relationships regard. But he's never built a team. And so that's why... I will, uh, you know, remain cautiously optimistic. But again, on the Mars trade, this is what I thought was going to happen, and it did. And yeah, I did want to get a couple more prospects out of the deal, but I'm going with that first-round pick. We get something out of it because it's not guaranteed that he's going to be back, people. Just because he says so doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. 631 area code, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what up, CP? It's Dan from Long Island, man. Dan, what's, what's going on, Dan? How you feeling, man? All right. Um, listen, I'm less troubled by the Mars deal. I agree with you. You know what? You know he's 30 years old. He, you know he he was a rental. And to everybody who's talking about Mook, and I like him as a player. Don't get me wrong. But you know, to the guys who are getting sentimental, don't forget he told Pop. <laughs> that he had to deal with him and then walked away and decided to deal <laughs> exactly. with us. So, There's no loyalty in this thing, man. Say is, There's no loyalty in this no, thing, saying, but it's, it's a business. It's a this, business. This, but you know what? It's not even about loyalty, CP. This is how the man makes his living. This is how he feels his family. So I don't begrudge these men for doing what's best for them. I mean, you, you can do it with honor, but, you know, I don't begrudge these guys. So, mm-hmm. again, you know, like you said, if we had held on to him, he would have held us over the barrel for a bigger contract, right? And he's due. He's not taking a one-year deal again. You held on to me. You don't want to lose me for nothing. So I'm not sure it was the worst deal. Here's the the problem, though. Mm -hmm. And this is where giving Portis 15 mil is a problem. You couldn't get rid of him today, right? And to all you guys out there, all you fans who are going crazy for, for ISO, nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted ISO. You know, so everybody's screwed about ISO. That's another thing. My concern is this. If, if this is a rebuild, like you say, CP, then tonight starts the rebuild. And that means I want to see kids playing. I want to see young cats playing. I don't want to, you know, Reggie Bull can give us some minutes here there. Portis and, and Taj give us some minutes here and there. Yeah. But at the end of the day. It starts tonight. You know, now, because that's right. If you're going to say we traded Mars as part of the rebuild, and I'm with you, I agree, the second component of the rebuild is, let the kids play. They got to play through their mistakes. People can't go crazy when Knox goes, you know, one for six from the yeah. three-point line. You know, when he, you know, when he tried to develop a 15-footer, you know, they can't go crazy. Yeah. So that's my only thing. I'm, I'm most annoyed that Portis is here. I would have liked to see Bullock go, not because they're not decent players, but because I don't want Miller in an effort to fight for his job to play to try to win games when – I mean, I want to win, but I want to see these kids play – you know, these last 35 games. Right. See, Pete, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll hear from you after the game tonight, man. I have a good day. Thanks talk, for coming talk on. Talk to you tonight, Dan. Take it easy, Take bro. Thanks for calling in, man. 
Hey, it starts tonight. Dan Dan has a good point, man. Tonight is when we want to see the young guys start playing. This is more playing time for Knox. This is more playing time for Iggy. Bring Iggy up here, see what's going on. Bring Wooten up here, see what's going on. All right? Trade deadline is over. Portis is still here. Nobody wanted him. Kind of surprised that Bullock didn't get traded. Uh, he's on a cheap deal. He's only making $4 million a year. Uh, you know, maybe somebody, he, he could have helped somebody. But um, that that's just what it is, man. That, that That is just what it is. I, I have no issues with it, to, to be completely honest with you guys. I don't have an issue with this. But, again, now it's time. We, we, we got the trade deadline out the way. Time to start playing the youth. Time to start playing the youth. Uh, welcome home, Mo Harkless. Welcome home, Mo Harkless. The kid out of Queens, New York. Currently averaging 7-3. and three, Comes back home. St. John's product. Listen, Moharkless, what what is it with him? He's an expiring deal. I don't expect much out of him. He he comes with a defensive reputation. And he's he's back home. So listen, we, we give him half a season. He's only 26, still young. Uh and, and hey, it's an evaluation period for Harkless. It's an evaluation period for him. But Harkless was thrown in as a deal as the expiring contract. The Knicks did want Shamit, but the Clippers didn't want him. So you give credit for Perry for trying to shoot his sights high. Of course you want to get Shamit, but no, nah, Clippers want to use Shamit to go win the championship. Again, I would have liked to have tried to get the, those couple prospects out of it. Couldn't get it. Yeah, a little disappointed, but it just is what it is, bro. It just is what it is. So, uh, again, I, I'm not uh, I'm not angry about it. SB in the chat says Harkless is a bum. Yeah, listen, I'm not expecting I'm not expecting anything from more Harkless, man. You guys are getting me wrong. All I said was welcome home. I didn't say he's a f- piece to build with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they flip him. Maybe they wave him. It is what it is. It is what it is. Mo Harkless said that was irrelevant side of the deal, other than to say he's a hometown kid. So don't get me wrong. There's no expectations for Mo Harkless. If he plays, he plays. It's about the pick. It's about getting something in return to cover yourself if the player does not come back. Don't fall in love with the sentiments. The I love New Yorks and all that is all good until you have to get into the negotiating table. You don't know what was going to happen. You don't know how this new regime feels. You don't know what type of deal they may or may not agree on. So that's it. That, that's it. We, we thank Mook and we keep it moving. Area code 267, what's going on? What's your name? Where are you calling from? CP, what's going on, man? What's going Real. on? Who's this, bro? CP, you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Go ahead, bro. Look, man, long, long time listener, uh, big fan, man. Listen, Knicks fans want this to be a sad day. This is a happy day, bro. Mm. This is a happy day. Look, we all we've we been fed up with the we're going to rebuild next year. We're going to rebuild next year. Listen, we signed Randall this year, threw a bunch of money at him, kind of unper- underperformed. Mook overperformed like hell. He did. We needed to get something for a guy like him. Period. Agreed. Uh, agreed, bro. Couldn't say it better myself. We needed to get something for him, man. And and my guy Danik said it the other day. Listen, Mook fell into our laps. You know what I mean? He literally fell into our laps. Like, we had no idea that we were going to get this guy until way late in the free agent process. And he came in. 
He beasted. He balled out career numbers across the board. Beasted. Enjoyed watching him play on this 15-win team. This team stinks. All right? He was one of the few bright spots. Won us a couple games. Game winner in the Dallas game. The Cleveland game just recently. He balled for us. But you got to do what you have to do, man, for the business. You absolutely have to do what you have to do for the business. And so, with that being said, I can't complain. I, I, I can't complain. You know what I mean? Obviously, you would have liked to have seen him move on from other guys. But uh, this, this wasn't a terrible... This wasn't terrible. It, this wasn't terrible. So we got we to gotta take it and move on, man. What do you guys think about it in the chat? Salute to everybody watching. We got 1,300 people watching live. Salute to everybody. This is another edition of Knicks Fan TV. CP here. I am your host. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans. If you find a show like this on NBA YouTube, you let me know. There's nothing like it. Whether you're a Knicks fan or an NBA fan, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell. This is the Doe home of the diehard Knicks fan, where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis after every game. Tonight, we got the Orlando Magic, and you'll hear from more callers and uh, as we go through the highlights of callers, analysis, and everything like that. So, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys share these videos. Hit that thumbs up. 1,300 people in here. I want to see 1.3 thousand likes in five minutes. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Couple super chats came in. Michael Ray sends us a super chat. He says, uh, "Bob Myers never built a roster either. Smart move. Him and Worldwide West, I believe, are a better acquisition for the front office. Add a GM or keep Ninja." So Michael Ray's on board with the acquisition of Leon Rose. Okay, he's on board with that. CP the artist says uh, he'll miss Mook, but I understand the tank. The tank is on. The tank was on when Mook was here. So. Hey, one of the worst teams in the NBA, man. So I think they'll have no problems accomplishing that. Leon Johnson uh, says, why complain Mills would have traded for Vince Carter to save his job? Good move today. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's certainly an upgrade over, over Mills. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Leon Rose and World Wide West with the MSG takeover. Okay, let's see. I'm hearing that Dolan made a statement. So let me go ahead and find that. So to everybody in the chat, well, let's go to the phones and I'll pull up the the uh, the Dolan statement. Area code three four seven. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hello. Yo, who's this? Where are you calling from, bro? My name is Emmanuel. I'm calling from the Bronx. Emmanuel, what's good, man? Just speak up a little bit. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. Go ahead with your point. Now, um, I'm calling to say that we should relax. This is a good thing. It's a good thing because now we're we're completely everything is clear. The it's a clean slate. We have a clean slate. It's a complete clean slate for the for the new front office. So now what everybody needs to focus on is what Leon Rose is gonna do along with World Wide West and South. There's there's no real there's no real contracts that are that are that are that are tied that are that are going to hinder us uh, moving forward because Julius Randle is, is has one more year on his deal. Besides that, everybody else is movable. Yeah, listen. If you want to look at the bright side of things, I I agree with you. I I agree with you. Um, 
uh, you know, listen, the next regime coming in, as I've said, has the opportunity to start with a clean slate. Okay, they have a, an opportunity to start with a clean slate. Randall, yes, Randall will be here, but most of these vets will not be here. Bobby Portis, I doubt, will be here next year. Uh, Wayne Ellington, I would think but, Wayne Ellington yeah. gets bought out. You know what I mean? So I, I agree with you. I agree with you. We do have to relax. But listen, I understand the pessimism from Knicks fans, man. We've been losing for 20-something years, mismanaging this team for 20-something years. I understand it. Um, here's a Here's a statement from... The chairman and the CEO, James Dolan, he says, we are actively looking for a new president of the New York Knicks and hope to conclude as quickly as possible. I am not selling, so (laughs) I am not selling, but I am determined to find the right leader for the Knicks who will ensure the long-term success of the team, just as we did with the hiring of Rangers president, John Davidson. So there we go. Dolan has spoken, people. And like I said, man, if you're going to continue to be a fan of the team, unfortunately or fortunately, you're going to have to live with him being the, being, the, uh, being the owner. What this means, I know people are kind of questioning what's up with Leon Rose. I think what this means is uh, what Berman is saying. Leon Rose still has to uh, separate himself from his business before he even accepts or comments on the job because it's a conflict of interest. All right, so... Um, you know he he he's gotta he's gotta do he's gotta deal with his stuff before he can even be announced formally. So I think the Leon Rose thing is still happening. I just think that he has to uh, take care of what he has to do on the business end before anything can be made official. And, and that's being confirmed here by by Mark Berman, Berman of the Post, saying he released a statement saying he's not selling and determined to find the right leader. Leon Rose will be the guy, but the point of the statement is takes time for him to decertify as an agent and get stuff in order. So remember, Leon Rose, he's got Devin Booker, he's got Carl Anthony Towns, he's got uh, Embiid and others under contract, Melo as well. So he's got to do, you know, he, he, he can't be an agent and then be an executive at the same time. Obviously, it's a conflict of interest. So yes, they 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 are leaning towards hiring him, but they can't make anything official until he uh, does his job and and you know divest his interests so that he can fully focus on uh, doing so. And you got to think the fact that this is an agent uh, who's one of the probably the highest paid agents in the league for him to to uh, you know de- de- decertify that and then take on the the next president job. Jimmy D's ponying up. Jimmy D's ponying up. Hey, it doesn't affect the salary cap. I don't care if he gives him a trillion dollars, but all I'm saying is Jimmy Jimmy D's breaking the bank to get this guy in here. You better believe it. All right. Um, let's go back to the phones. Uh, 347-882. What's going on? Hello? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. Who's this and where you calling from? Is that... Yo, you got to turn down your volume. Okay, okay, y'all do hear me, huh? Yeah, All loud right. and clear, bro. Just turn down your volume. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, okay, this is uh, Hameen Cherry Man Game. You've seen I've commented a couple of times on your uh, channel. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say this. From the Bronx, New York, I'm going to say this. This is the best trade that could... This is one of the, the great best trades that could happen because Marcus Morris... Now we get assets. We get a we get a first round draft pick. 
We get a second-round draft pick also. And then we have a possibility we can get Marcus Lawrence back at the end of the season. There it is. After he gets back, if he gets to the championship, he wins it, he could come back. We sign him back because he loves New York. So he already, you know, I don't understand what's, why a lot of New York fans are upset. You know, a lot of us are just crazy, you know. It, it, it makes no sense to me. You know, I, I don't get it. I think the, the Knicks is building. We're, we're, we're building for the future. We're not doing what the Nets is doing, the Lakers or the Clippers are doing. They're they, they building for now. We're doing for the future, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. And like, as you said, you hit it on the head. He has a chance to come back. So it's not it's not completely the end of the world. Now, Twan Don says he ain't coming back. Remember, uh, one thing to remember is that Marcus Morris did agree originally or was going to the Clippers this offseason at three years, 40-something. Then he ends up going to the trying to go to the Spurs, and then he ends up with the Knicks. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. So, But that could have happened either way. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That could have happened whether he stayed here or not because you just don't know. So let's see. Let's see how that works out. Um, So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. This is part two of three. Uh, The first show we did, we talked about the Leon Rose uh, signing. And then and then tonight we're we're talking about the the uh, the Mars trade. And then tonight we're going to go Knicks versus Magic post game live. So uh, if you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. I'll shout you guys out and also throw your cities in the chat, man. Throw your cities in the chat. I'll shout you guys out as well. Uh, other trades that came off the board, the D'Lo trade, as soon as I went off, as soon as I went off the, the air uh, earlier today, the D'Lo trade was just announced. So uh, D'Lo goes to the Minnesota Timberwolves. That was a trade that I thought was going to happen even weeks before this happened. Minnesota was keen on keeping Carl Anthony Towns happy. And so, um, you know, originally they were barking with the with the Warriors in terms of the compensation, but they finally got to an agreement. And um, and D'Lo is going to the Minnesota Timberwolves in exchange for Andrew Wiggins, a protected 2021 pick and a 2022 second round pick and a couple other guys. So what do you guys think about that one? You know, listen, um, they're going to do what they're going to do to try to keep Towns happy. I don't know if that's the move that's that's going to get it done. But, um, hey, you, you got to do what you got to do. Wiggins with, with, with the Warriors should be interesting. Wiggins with the Warriors should be an interesting play. Will, will that be the move that finally gets Andrew Wiggins back on track? We shall see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Andre Drummond got dealt. Andre Drummond got dealt to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he goes from one trash bin to another. Andre Drummond gets dealt to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey, I guess they wanted to keep Kevin Love happy. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, that that's what they wanted to do. So Andre Drummond is, is, is on the way out. He goes from one trash bag to another. You know, I don't know what Cleveland's incentive was to do so. I think Andre Drummond is a free agent coming up. So I I don't know uh, what what the incentive was for that, but it is what it is. So to Byron Arnold, he says uh, he's down in Jacksonville, Florida, transplant from Harlem. Harlem World Stand Up, what's going on? We got a super chat in here from Samir is here. His comment is that we had to let Moot go. It had to happen for us. Leon, don't care what your history, just give us results. Remember, everyone push that thumbs up button to show love. Yeah, Samir's been a, he's a day one. He's always in here. 
repping for us. So, Samir, we appreciate you for supporting us. And, yeah, you're right, man. Definitely right on that. So, I know, listen, I know some angry fans about it. Uh, I know some pessimistic fans about it. Trust me, man, I've been watching this team for a long, long time. I, I understand the reason for, for your pessimism, but I just think this was a trade that had to be made, and this was the likely trade. I always thought he was going to get traded to the Clippers, and I always thought we were going to get a first-round pick in exchange. So I'm not too uh, upset about it, to, to be honest. I'm not too upset about it. Would have liked to have gotten a little bit more, but I won't be greedy. I won't be greedy. All right, so um, back to the phones. We got 1,400 people in here. Salute to everybody watching. Welcome to the program. Let's go to uh, 516. 516, you're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Tyler, Long Island. Okay. What's up? So I don't mind the trade, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, I think... You can't obviously see what Marcus Morris is going to do in the offseason. Um, I think it was good to get assets for him while we could. I was just disappointed that uh, we obviously didn't trade any of the other veterans. I would have liked to see like Bullock go or Portis or even like Ellington. That would have been nice to see. But um, I'm, I'm not disappointed. But what I really want to know is how do you feel about Leon Rose, because does that mean that we're not going after Masai now in the offseason? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, forget that, man. You, you're not, you can't have too many alpha dogs like that, man. You, you're going to have to have a guy. Uh, your GM is going to be, you know, Masai, he's a president. He's an executive, so you already have a president. Um, so Masai's out of the question. Yeah. They, they, they didn't want to pay, uh, you know, whatever it was going to cost to get him. And, you know, I don't blame him for that. I would have liked to have gotten him. I would have given him one of the Dallas picks for him. But no, Masai's out of the question. Uh, the question is, is Perry going to stay? Is Perry going to stay here with this regime? Um, uh, we're hearing that he does have some familiarity with them. But bottom line is, with Leon Rose, they have to pick a guy that knows what he's doing in terms of building a team. Because they don't know that. Right? They're, they're coming from the business side of things. Their player representation, the marketing, all of that, the brand building. Okay, fine, but we need somebody who knows how to build a team. From Westchester on down, we need the foundation to be laid. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, man. How do you feel about that, uh, the Ukrainian guy that we got? I, I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is. We'll, we'll look him yeah, up probably I, later on. I, I tried doing some research on yeah, the kid, and yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I, I wouldn't count on that. To me, that was probably just a throw-in. And appreciate the call. Um, I have no idea who that kid is. None. None whatsoever. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do some background research on him when, when the time calls for it. But I, I don't think he's anything to, uh, to, to write home about, really. So, as it is right now, if you're just joining us, Marcus Morris has been dealt to the Los Angeles Clippers in a three-team trade. Clippers get Morris and Isaiah Thomas. Knicks get Mohawkless expiring contract. A 2020 first round pick, which is the gem of the trade. The right to swap picks in 2021 for comedic relief. And uh, a second round pick in 2023, which goes to Detroit. Now, if the Pistons are bad, maybe that, 20, that 2023 second round pick is, is a little bit better. 
you also have uh, the high school players who may be available. So maybe that's a deeper draft at that time, and maybe you get lucky. But that's further, further down the road. We're not really going to be concerned about that. Right now, the benefit is Knicks get two first-round picks this year. They get two first-round picks next year, and you use that to your advantage and, and try to continue to build this team. You know what I mean? You try to uh, build this team. And, and that's that. So to everybody in the chat once again, what do you guys think about this trade? Throw an emoji in the chat. I want to see who's who's with it, who's not. What do you think? Throw a trash bag. Throw a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Throw an emoji in the chat. I just want to get a general feel, a general consensus for how you guys feel about the trade. All right. Let, 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 let's see how you guys feel about it. All right, back to the phones. Um, let's go to 516 again. You back on. Um, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This, this is uh, Cedric from San Antonio, Texas. Cedric, what's going on, bro? Nothing my CP. First-time caller, long-time listener. Mm-hmm. I have two quick statements to make. Mm-hmm. First thing, this is such a Knicks thing. Um, hiring Rose the day of the draft or the day of the trade deadline. Yeah. That just shows that the Knicks have no idea what they're doing. The second thing is they wasn't aggressive enough. Cleveland Cavaliers, they got Andre Drummond for basically two second-round picks. He has he's a, he has a, a player option that he's most likely going to sign up and pick. So 2021, right. you have that cap space with Randall and Drummond. Mm-hmm. You could have seen them play together. And then you could have potentially had you know Randall, Drummond, you know, another point guard that you could pick in the draft where you could really have something special. Um, let me let me ask you something. How many of the thirty teams do you think would have wanted to trade for Marcus Morris right now, knowing that he's he's a rental? I mean, Milwaukee could have could use him. Maybe Philly obviously needs a shooter. The seventy sixes could, you know, could have definitely made a, a play for him. Um, I'm not sure what plays I have on their rosters, but the 76 is either shooter um, or a 3D player. So there was definitely potential, but, you know, when you think of Scott Perry not working the phone call, we could have maybe got a second-round pick I, I have, for um, Bullock. I have no reason to believe. So, I have no reason to believe that Scott Perry didn't work the phones to get this deal done. There's no reason. He wants to keep his job. He wants to stack his resume for maybe a future job. There's no reason for me to believe that Scott Perry um, wasn't going to do this. To me, I, I don't even think it's any surprise that that uh, that the finalist was going to be Lakers and Clippers. We were saying this even before the trade deadlines window started. I, at least I did. I always said, listen, it's it's the Clippers, man. It's the Clippers, I didn't see where there was just so much, you know, um, opportunity for trade. Because if they, if there was, they would have done it. He, Marcus Morris had no leverage here. But the Knicks' leverage was very much limited. He's a rental player. He's a free agent. Of the 30 teams, you had two teams that gave up a legitimate offer. Two. That's one out of 15. <laughs> so to me, like Alex Collins says, it was always the Clippers. So I, again, there wasn't much you could do. That was the deal to be made. It was with the Clippers, man. And I just thought that, listen, they did what they had to do, man. 
If there was a bigger deal to be had, they would have done it. They're, they're not just going to settle. You saw they wanted Shamit out the deal. They would they would have done it if there was a bigger deal to be had. Maybe Milwaukee said, you know what? We we like him, but not not that much. We'll go with what we have. With the Laker deal, as I told you, as I can confirm, they wanted Mitch. Plus, with Marcus Morris uh, making $15 million, you couldn't just do a perfect swap for Kuzma. They, you had to either involve a third team or the Lakers were going to have to add in more players. With Lakers adding in more players, the Knicks would have had to remove players. Obviously, they couldn't do that. Then when the Lakers pulled Kuzma off the table, the Knicks said, well, we're not trading you for Morris for, no, for, for any scraps. We want Kuzma or nothing. So it came down to the Clippers, man. And I always thought the Clippers were going to win this deal. I always thought the Clippers were going to win this deal. So again, you know, you hate to see your best player leave. <laughs> you know, the, the one reason to, to actually watch this team at 15 wins. But th- that's just, this is just the business. That That's just how I see it. That was just the business, man. Um, salute to everybody in the chat once again. We got 1,400 people watching. Salute if you guys are watching on Facebook, if you guys are watching on Twitch. What's going on? Salute to you guys. Um, we got more Super Chats in here. Robert Paris says, uh, Leon and maybe Wes. Here comes talent. You can only hope. Tuan Don, thanks for the Super Chat. He says, uh, Knicks wonder why they're losing fans every day. I don't know, Tuan. I'm here, man. I'm, I'll, <laughs> I'll be here, man. You know, and for those that leave, you can't come back. So you got to make a decision now or never. Where are you going to go? You going to go to Brooklyn? Where are you going to go? You want to go to Milwaukee? Go to Milwaukee. Go hang out with the Greek freak in them. I'll be here, man. Big Surge sends a super chat. He says, uh, we tripped over a guy who flipped into a first. We caught a break. Finally, stop crying. That's how I see it. We got lucky, man. Take, take the good fortune. Take the good fortune, man. Yeah, we got 1,400 people in here, baby. We're stacked. The fan base is here. I'm in it. Joshua Kellum says, I'm in it for the long haul. There you go. We're loyal, man, through and through. There's no honor in front running. There's no honor in front running, man. You know, let's be honest. The NBA Finals is coming down to one of three teams this year, of 30. Three teams have a legit championship opportunity. Maybe the Raptors. The Raptors are smoking right now. But definitely the Milwaukee Bucks, definitely the Lakers, definitely the Clippers. Those are the three teams to me where this is really legitimately coming down to. So there's 27 other teams that are going to be back to the drawing board, man. This thing called the NBA, people, is the hardest sport to build a contender. It takes talent to win. You have to get lucky. You got to get lucky, man. It's not easy to win it. Not easy to win it. Yeah, the Heat are legit. The Heat are definitely legit. I'll give you that. I think I still think they're missing a piece or two. But Miami's playing tough. Don't get me wrong. Miami's definitely playing tough. I never like to give them credit because I hate Pat Riley. But Heat are playing legit, you know. But I, I think it's going to come down to uh, to, to the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Bucks. Um, 929 Erico, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, it's Lambo. Lambo Lame, what's going on? Yo, salute to you, Chief. I appreciate you greatly, man. Thank you, bro. Thank, thanks for tuning in. You got a, you got a triple threat going on today. 
Yeah, man. It's been a, been a crazy day. But, uh, you know, we're we pushing through, man. What, what's going on? Um, I, I'm optim- I'm an optimist about this. Um, I'm happy. I feel like we, we it was time to shake things up. Clearly, we've been in a rut with the you know the the last regime for a while. So mm-hmm. I feel like that that it's great for us to shake things up. And the Clippers up there, Andy, big time. Yeah, they did. Clippers going for it. They need to. You yeah, know, you I- don't know if Kawhi is going to be healthy. Paul George been up and down. They getting a, a killer. Marcus Morris, man. So let's see how he gels with them. But uh, and likely he's going to be coming off the bench. So let, let's see. Let, let, let's see what happens, man. Couple more, couple more quick things, though, CP. Mm-hmm. Um, the players. Are, um, I feel like we kind of we might have struck gold with um homie that we just got as president because he knows what the players want. But I just hope that he has the mind to also know what the players need. But I think we might have struck goal. Like, you know how you put someone in a position and they kind of fall into something new that they haven't done, but it just fits. We might have been like, not saying the first people to try it out because I don't know, but we might have struck goal and he might be able to create a program and, you know, like something that hasn't been really done. He might have a vision. Like him ending up in this position, clearly he's not. I don't think he was offered the job. Maybe he wanted it, so he might have a dream or a vision that is going to put us in a better space that most people can't even imagine right now. That's true. That's true. It's hard to see beyond um, the, the guys that we got because we just don't know. Like I said, it, it's again the fear of the unknown. So again, what's their vision going to be? What is their plan? I want. I want to. I told you guys from the beginning. I want to. I want to model ourselves after the Raptors. Build this thing from the top down. Development, good scouting, all right? Athleticism, length, three-point shooting, defense. That is a nice mold that they got there. They lost Kawhi Leonard. They did not skip a beat. 90% of the team, homegrown talent. That is the model, man. That is how I want to do it. I don't want to just go stargazing again. That's where we've been. It doesn't work that way. We have to build the infrastructure, lay down the foundation, then when you have an abundance of pieces, you have an abundance of assets, then you can pair some off and, and go out and maybe pull off a, a, a risky trade that, that, you know, could, could, you know, that wouldn't hurt you. Then you go out and make a trade that wouldn't deplete your assets, deplete your roster. You know, that's, that's the type of team I'm trying to build. I'm not worried about the stars just yet, because if you build it, they will come. Just like fill the dreams. All right, Mark Berman from the New York Post says, um, as reported, Nick's on the hook for $1 million guarantee on 2021 cap for Peyton, Gibson, Ellington, and Bullock. Unable to deal them today. So what that means is that all four of these guys had signed two-year deals uh, with a one-year option. So the second of the two-year deals is an option. If the team declines that option, um, one million of the total contract becomes guaranteed. All right, so um, that's just that. You know, I thought Bullock had a, had a good a chance to get traded as any, but yeah, listen, teams gotta want these guys. If teams don't want them, there's not much you could do there. There's not much you can you can do if a team doesn't want your your, your pieces. So it, you see what happens, man. Mo Cash, he says he can't wait to watch the show when we get good. Yeah, who who knows, man? We have fourteen hundred now. This team starts smoking. Who knows, man? Might might uh, ten times get te- get that ten times over. 
More super chats in here. Michael Ray says, uh, Rose and West means you do get a conversation with whomever you want. I think that is, yes. I, I think that is uh, certainly a perk, a positive. Uh, Chris C says, all the best for Mook, but I'm still riding with my Knicks since 84. Chris C, salute to you. Twan Don says, he ain't leaving. He's a Knicks fan for 39 years. Salute to Twan Don. That's how I feel. And Money Mark says, he's good with Mook. Uh, another first rounder, but he's going to lose it if you finish, if we finish uh, the season playing these vets over the youth. Yeah, hey, Mitch, Knox, Frank, RJ, Dot, time is now to develop our youngsters. Got to play them. You got to play them. And, and there was debate over how's the, how's the, the, what's the best way for the, for the young talent to learn? Is it off the bench? Is it in the G League? You know, uh, one of our beat writers had interviewed Nick Nurse, the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, head coach, championship coach. He said the young players have to play. If they don't play, you send them to the G League to play. They have to get burned. So there's no excuse now. Got to go for it. Get this thing done, man. Get this thing done and see who shakes out. The cream will rise to the top eventually. All these young guys are are not going to make it. You know, let's be realistic. All these young guys are not going to make it. It may just be an RJ and Mitch, uh, you know, core that you build on top of. That That's all possible, but you're not going to know until these guys play. So I want to see more Iggy. I want to see more Kenny. I want to see more Kev. Uh, I want to see ISO play. ISO's here. Give me ISO in there. Sit Peyton, man. Peyton can sit. Give me DSJ. Give me Frank. Give me ISO. I want these guys in there getting some burn. I want these guys in here getting some burn. So, you know, let, let's see what happens there. Um, all right, a couple more calls. Let's go back to the phones. 919 Erico, what's your name? Where are you calling from? CP, what's good, man? This is Jay Boogie from North Carolina, man. How you doing, man? Jay Boogie, what's good, man? Yo, I haven't spoke to you in a while. I've been up under the weather, man, but I'm good now, man. Okay, go, glad to you see know. you back on the, um, on the men, bro. Good stuff. Um, that's what was good. I want to send a special shout out to Morris Banks, man. Thanks for not wanting to go to San Antonio and wanting to come and help put us on the map. That set a trend for us to get some other players later on down the line that might want to come to New York. But first thing first, we got to get our foundations right. I feel like we, we got a brand new start right now. Whoever this guy is, it's all good. Players don't matter right now. We got to get them suits and ties right right now behind that bench. All that got to be correct mm-hmm. so we can build up our roster from everything else. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Billionaires make billionaire moves. I wish he would have been a little bit patient, you know what I'm saying, before he decided you know what I'm saying? And then made his mark. You could tell by that billionaire move what Pat Riley did today. They had no luxury. The luck, it was over the luxury tax. He cleared all that out. That's what real people do Yo, in the office. Riley not always about what knows what he's doing, fam. Riley, I mean, yeah, he's made all some this, mistakes the in the time. past. But Riley gets it done. But I'm not. I'm not mad about what we're doing. I support the Knicks to the fullest, man. Oh, you, I wait on you just like I wait on Warner Wolf. I've been a long-time New York Knicks fan. Some of these guys don't even know who Warner Wolf was. Yeah, Wolf you brought was. it back. Warner Wolf was that an OG. That, that was before Knicks Sports Center, before everything. I've been, a, I've been a Knicks fan since the Knicks won't, home games won't come in on TV. <laughs> you, all you had to do was watch it on WRTV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't facts. going nowhere. I'm 
fully a New York Knicks fan until we get it right, man. So all y'all want to say things is bad and all that, hold that and say that. Matter of fact, don't even call up, man. UPF <laughs> Force, I support you to the fullest, man. You and JL, man. I'm back on my ish. And I'll be back calling later on tonight, man. I'm healthy now, man. Let's go, Jay Boogie. Glad to see you back, man. Glad to hear you back on the men, bro. That's what I'm talking about. We didn't pay him to call. That was just from the heart. Emotion. That's a diehard right there, man. That's a diehard Knicks fan. Salute to Jay Boogie, man. That's what I like to hear, man. Jay Boogie's an OG, man. He talked about Warner Wolf. A lot of you guys don't even know about Warner Wolf. That was an OG uh, sports talk, man. Sportscaster. It was Warner Wolf. Long time. Back when the Knicks was on WOR, Channel 9. You know, that was even before my time. So, yeah, man. Salute to the OG. Um, earlier today, Miami did pull off the, uh, they executed the Eagle Dollar trade. So they traded uh, Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson to Memphis for Iggy, uh, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. So, uh, yeah, listen, Miami, st- they, they're stacking up. They're stacking up. Respect to them. Respect to Riles. He, uh, I, I said this when we got washed by the Heat um, a couple months last month, Christmas time. Yo, the Heat, since Riley went to the Heat, the Heat have damn near rebuilt their team three times, and the Knicks still can't do it. <laughs> like, bro, they went through the D-Wade era with Shaq, the, the big three, and now they're doing it again. And that was from the from uh, Alonzo to D-Wade to big three, and now doing it now. And hey, listen, they may not win anything, but they're winning games right now. They're a tough team. They got youngsters to build with. By the way, where was Tyler Hero drafted? Look that up. Where was Kendrick Nunn drafted? Look that up. Where was Bam Adebayo drafted? What number? Look that up. Look look that up, man. That's how you build a team. I'm jealous as hell. (laughs) We got to get it right. We got to get it right, man. Salute to everybody in the chat right now. Uh, Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel, man. Subscribe to the channel. If you guys are new, subscribing is free. It's right there, right on the bottom. Hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Once again, this is Knicks Fan TV, the home of the diehard Knicks fan. But we welcome all NBA fans because there's nothing like this on YouTube, on NBA Twitter. You're not getting this anywhere. You're hearing from live, passionate Knicks fans, live callers. This isn't about the, uh, you know, the brass takes and and all that outlandish stuff. We don't do that here. We keep it 100% raw and authentic, and and we just talk how we feel, man. This is the number one show for the fans by the fans. That's just what it is, man. I'll put this show up against anything because the fans back it. That That's just what it is, man. So I definitely appreciate all the support. It's much appreciated. Uh, this is part two of the three-part show. Tonight, we got uh, Knicks in Orlando. We got Knicks Fan TV, Dave, out at MSG. If anybody's going to the game tonight, look out for Dave pregame. He's going to be outside getting fan reactions to all the news, the president news, and the uh, and the trade. So if you see Dave out there with the camera, be sure to stop by and give us your takeaways. And we will uh, highlight you guys on the YouTube channel. All right, a couple more, a couple more. Let's go to um, Erico 917's up. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Yeah, it was good, CP. First of all, I just want to say, yo, I've been a Knicks fan since 96, all right, see? <laughs> nah, shout out to the OG. He was live. He was live. <laughs> that was good, bro. But, yeah, you feel me? Like, I, I just want to, I want to say two things, CP. Number one, I feel like we hard on Dolan, so today we got to kind of, you know what I'm saying, slow things down and give him a little bit of respect. You know what I'm saying? He, mm. he, showed, he showed some... Some frugalness, you know, it was it was things going on. He ain't do nothing crazy. He made the one deal. It's a good deal. Got to praise him, you know. The Leon mm. Rose signing, we don't know where that's gonna go, but let's let's hope that it turns into something good. One little thing that I want to throw out there. I hope that the front office gets right. When I say that, I mean like the player development, who coaches, like you know, what I'm saying the training staff, or, you know, the shot. The, the people that help the guys with their jump shots. And mm-hmm. I, I hope they revamp all of that and, and get some fresh guys and some basketball minds in there, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we need, the developmental side yes, of we things, do. you know. Yes, we do. It's coming along, but we we need those guys. I, I agree with you 100%, man. It is vital. It is vital that we get that proper. We It is vital that we get that right. We have to get the development side of the house right, you know? It's good that we have uh, Leon Rose. It's good that we have World Wide West. Listen, uh, World Wide West, as I said on the earlier show, this guy is known around sports, not just the NBA. He's known around sports to be a boss, all right? To this day, nobody can tell you his exact role (laughs) in anything. All they can tell you is he's a boss from the AAU level to the sneaker contracts, to the player contracts. All of the players respect this OG. They look up to him. And, uh, yeah, he's CAA's heavy hitter, man. He's CAA's heavy hitter. So, again, uh, means nothing if they can't put a roster together at the end of the day. means nothing if you can't get a roster together. Um, my, my mod TM in the chat says we are four picks away from 500 likes. So, if you haven't hit that thumbs up button, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. I see my mods also throwing the podcast links up there, so definitely appreciate that. Uh, Remember that these shows are available in in audio podcast format, so you don't always have to watch the videos on YouTube. The audio version is always available a little bit later on in the day. Let me see what... um, I'm trying to look for Spencer Perlman's assessment on this guy from Ukraine, but I don't see it up there. Alex, you had said he's... uh, he, he wasn't anything special, but I wanted to get Spencer's take on it. And we're going to have Spencer for all you draft people. Again, whether you're a Knicks fan or not, we're bringing resources on this channel, man. This is what we do. We try to bring value to the fans, all right, that you're not getting anything else. This Saturday, um, Spencer Perlman, he works for the Stepien, formerly uh, uh, worked in the war room of the Phoenix Suns this past draft. Uh, he does draft and scouting breakdowns of all the top prospects. This Saturday, he's going to be on. We're going to talk about Anthony Edwards. We're going to talk about LaMelo Ball, uh, Cole Anthony, and James Wiseman. It's going to be a series that we're going to do as we get closer to the draft. So he's going to come on, talk about strengths, weaknesses, how they fit uh, in the NBA, how they fit with the Knicks. So something that you don't want to miss. That's going to be 2 p.m. Eastern time this Saturday. Spencer Perlman. And you can find him on Twitter. He goes by the name SK Perlman on Twitter. Real sharp dude. Alex in the chat will tell you. Real sharp, and uh, we we rely on him to to get us the facts on the draft. So definitely check him out. Definitely check him out. Um, but somebody in the chat said, 
Um, let me read this comment. Bruno Petkovic Raktikic. I, I hope I didn't butcher your name, man, but I respect it. He's checking in from Croatia, beautiful country. He says, I watched Sanin from the Ukraine, the point guard, a few times. His comparison is a young rookie Rubio. This player can become point guard in the NBA. He's a hot talent. All right. I didn't have enough time to pull his highlights, um, but if I do find it before the show's over, we'll, we'll take a look and see what he can do. See how he's looking. All right. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on for your boy. We'll take a couple more calls, and then we're going to hit the reset button again for uh, Knicks versus Orlando post-game live. I want to salute... Uh, Michael Ray, once again, sends us a super chat. Michael Ray, thanks you for the super chat. And Big Surge, appreciate it. He says, Dolan is a dumb version of Steinbrenner. He spends to try to better the team. He just caves to his insecurities. And yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know, it's hard to find ways to defend Dolan. But one thing for sure, obviously, he wants to win. You know, he just doesn't go about it the right way. And, and uh, you know, that that's that's the unfortunate thing is that the guys that he puts faith in, the guys that he puts his trust in, they don't do the best job, whether it's Isaiah, whether it's Phil, and now Mills. You know, that that's really sunk this team. It, it's sunk. We are sunk. From Dave Checkett's left, we have never been the same, and that was from 2000. We're now in 2020, people. I don't have gray hairs yet, but it's coming in. It's in my beard already. I try to pluck it out, get that Just For Men Clyde edition to, to try to cover it up. But there's a lot of stress going on in here for being a Knicks fan, man. It's hard. It's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart, people. My man Chuck D, the legend Chuck D, said it's, it's, it's the microwave square garden. And he said that for a reason. All right, back to the phone. 646. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yo, what's good? Yo, what up, TC? What's going on? What's good, man? Who's this? It's Ant from the Bronx. Ant, how you feeling, bro? Good, good. Nah, I just wanted to say I've been watching for a while. Well, not that long, but I've been watching for a while, man. It's really good. You know, you have a place for Nick fans to talk because everybody just want to make fun of us. Yeah, this trash, man. And, you know, a lot of people complain what ESPN is doing. Listen, I, I don't, I'm not here to denounce what those guys do, but they're there for ratings. I don't need ratings. I'm just here to talk. You know what I mean? I'm here to give a platform for the yeah. fans that want to get their thoughts and opinions on the team. And we talk about everything, but it's not a Homer channel. Don't get me wrong, because we'll trash the team when they, did, when they deserve to do so. But we're going to cover everything. We're going to cover everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I, I appreciate you uh, supporting. Facts. That's what we got to do. Yeah. yeah, but on this move trade, are we really that worse than we were yesterday? No. No. So I don't know why anybody's mad about it. Like we were, we were, we were, we were expecting to see just a 2020 first round pick. We weren't expecting to see anything else other than that at the beginning of the season for him. It's true. It's true. We didn't even know we were going to have him. And now everybody thought exactly. every so, all the naysayers think that it was just automatic that he was going to come back. Can't put that much stock into that, man. You got to trade him. Yeah. I wanted to tra- I wanted for us to trade the other guys, but I can't even envision those guys on any other team. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody wanted that, man. Nobody wanted no, 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 no damn Bobby Portis. <laughs> nobody wanted nah, Bobby Portis nah. I mean, they don't, for the I mean, stretch NBA run. Players at the end of the day, but I cannot see them in any other team. Mm-mm. No, no chance, bro. No, no chance. Yeah, bro. But yeah, um, we'll get rid of them at the end of the season. They'll be they'll be gone, and we could just roll with the young guys. 
Just let all of them play. I don't care if they go over a million. Just ride out with them and let's yeah. establish something with the new um with the new management. I don't really know that. I don't really know too much about the Leon guy, but I'm gonna find out some things about him. Hey, but we'll soon see. Oh, uh, there's no there's no place to go but up from here. We'll soon see, man. Thanks for the call, Ant. And um, as Ant said with Leon Rose, hey, listen, there's no place to go but up, man. He kind of looks like the king of the hill, king king of queens guy. I said that early on the show. He kind of looks like the king of queens a little, little bit. So you got the king of queens, and then you got World Wide West, who's like the Tommy from Martin. You have no idea what his job is, but he gets the job done, so they say. So, all right, let, let's just see what happens, man. Let's just see what happens. I think that Dolan, I, I said this a lot of times on this show. Dolan reacts to pressure. He reacts to negative publicity. The Knicks, and from a PR standpoint, are as tight as nails. They don't want anybody going out. You see when you, you see these players doing interviews with the press, you see the guy that's right next to him every time? Take a look next time. His name is Greg Schwartz. He's a pet of PR for the Knicks. Good guy, real nice guy. I met him before. He's always there to make sure that the message is cut and dry. Right? You saw when Mook made that slip about, you know, women and being soft. Right away, he came out with an apology. Right? So, Knicks PR is, they're very tight. They don't like the negative uh, uh, publicity, man. They don't like the negative publicity. So, uh, when the, all that sell the team chance came about, you heard KD talking about how the Knicks aren't cool anymore. We didn't even get meetings, respectable meetings with any of the top free agents. Dolan wants to start with the rebrand. So he brings in Steve Stout, Translation Marketing. And maybe Steve Stout had a hand in, in bringing these guys from CAA in. But these guys from CAA already had their foot in the door, so I don't really believe that. But the point is, they want to rebuild this image. To me, it's about the product on the floor. I don't worry about the marketing or, or all the, uh, the, 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 the gimmicks and all of that. We got to get wins. You build it, they will come. If you win, they will come. Nobody was worrying about branding and rebuild when Knicks tape was running around with 54 wins, right? You didn't hear a peep about how terrible James Dolan was as an owner when Carmelo was third in the MVP running. And we had Rashid and Jason Kidd and all of that. Why? Because we had a team. A team that won. A team that played hard. A team that made us proud. That is what the brand is. It's about the product on the court. It's about the product on the court. You know, if you bring in the lady at halftime on the tricycle that's throwing the bowls up on her head, that's cool. That's entertaining. But I want to see the team win. You know what I mean? I want to see the team win. So, let's see. Good luck to them. Good good luck to them. Let's see what happens, man. But it's all about winning, man. Christopher Blake says they took the 54-win team and trashed it. Well, I think the problem with the 54-win team was that it didn't have legs for longevity. You know, a lot of those old guys broke down fast. And I think that's that's why they couldn't get past Indiana. And then... uh, you know, the, the, you, you were stuck with a lot of the younger guys. Then they brought Bargnani in, who was broken by Leon Rose, the guy you see on the screen. The Eddie Curry deal was broken by Leon Rose. So the naysayers, yes, he's going to do the best for his clients, 
but it didn't serve us too well. So we got to make sure that this guy is going to do his best to serve the team and not just try to bring in his old clients in here to build their brand up in New York and all that marketing, all that stuff. You know what I mean? We got to make sure that this guy is going to be loyal to us, the, the, the franchise, the Knicks. So that's all I'm saying about that. 1,200 people in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. All right, who's going to be the closer of this show? The closer of this show, we're going to go to, um, let's go to area code 803. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Man, man, <laughs> man, man. You know, you know what, Ron? You've been calling so many times. Dave's not here, so we didn't have anybody to screen the calls. He's he's going to MSG. But but I know that number, that 803, I knew. It. I was like, this might be Ron. So I hit the jackpot, man. Let me know how you're feeling, man. Man, hey, CP. Hey, I'm going to just give you my emotions on everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I, you know, you know, initially, I told you I didn't want no novice guy in here, which I got to admit, that's how I felt. But once the decision is made, you got to deal with the hand you're given. So I'm looking at the situation. You bring in Leon Rose and the Wild Wild West, man. Hey, look at it. We, can't, we ain't got nowhere to go but up. And these guys got real established relationships. It, it ain't like what, what Perry and, and, and Steve Mills was trying to tell us that they was going to have these meetings with these free agents, couldn't even get nobody to sit down. You can best believe, with this guy being as connected as he is, somebody's going to be coming to New York, even if it's for a meeting. You know what I mean? But but you got to start, and I agree with Jay Boogie, man. Hey, you got to start with your house, man. If your house ain't in order, you ain't going to do nothing. So so with that, you know we had to get we had to get credible. We had to get credible in that front office, man. And I'm not killing Dolan. And one thing I can say about that dude, man. Is smartness this time in the fact that he didn't allow somebody to draft somebody or trade for somebody who's not going to be in power. If you're getting rid of Mills, I don't care if you got rid of him at 12 o'clock today. He had to be, you had to make the decision to move on at some point, but you don't let him stay here and then go trade for D'Lo or somebody else, and then you got somebody else got to come in and try to clean up yeah. somebody else's mess. We in the best position, period, man. Think about it. We got cap flexibility, and we got a ton of picks. We got, what, three first-round picks in this upcoming draft. And and the thing is, people want to talk about the draft, but more often than not, you're going to miss on them early draft picks. Them guys you get in the later round, those are the ones who normally go look at it. And, and mostly all sports, the guys you get in the later rounds of the draft are the guys who normally stick on the team. You you miss a lot with those, with those draft picks, man, in that first eight or ten picks. Historically, yeah, yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully, hopefully so, they hit. So you know, hopefully they hit. Maybe they get somebody. Yeah, maybe that gets got, somebody that's got, a little more senior. You know, more, more a, a college just, senior that's ready to contribute right hit. away. Yeah. So I mean, when you look at the whole setup with us, man, the Knicks, the Knicks. Hey, I'm telling you like this. I don't care what they do. Really, I, I'm supporting the KNICKS, baby. I, I'm gonna ride with them. They, they make you want to pull your hair out if you got any. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, hey, they're still, they're still our Knicks, man. And, we, and no matter who come and who go, players-wise, I'm loyal to the K-N-I-C-K-S, man. 
That, that's that's what it's all about. It's a mix of nothing at, at, at all. That's it. I don't care about what nobody else doing. And I think the smartest thing was not making no dumb trade moves and stuff like that, man, and, and keeping your assets, man, and, and, and see what we can get further along. And, and, you know, at the end of the season, some of these younger guys and Kevin Knox, as much as I'm down on Kevin Knox, man, I pray and hope for the benefit of our team that this dude turn it around, man. Yeah, I, I pray I, and hope that he turns it around. I hope so too. He ain't gonna do nothing but benefit us if he does. I, ho- I hope so too, Ron. Appreciate the call, man. I see you for post game, bro. Listen, this is this is the opportunity, man. This is the opportunity for these young boys to step up. Hopefully, this uh, th- this group, you know, hopefully this group respects what these kids are bringing to the table. And and yeah, listen, man. We have got to get this thing right, man. Oh, we've got to get this thing right. So hopefully that they they are prioritizing um, these these young guys because it's 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 not about the vets anymore. It's not about the vets anymore, man. So at the end of the day, people, I'm gonna roll. We got another show that to get ready for. That is Knicks and Orlando post game. Um, before we go, let's just recap this one more time. Marcus Morris has been traded to the Clippers. The main asset coming back is a first-round pick. Yes, you get a, 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 a expiring contract in Mo Harkless. But uh, listen, the main attraction is the first-round pick you're getting from it. It was a rental. You take what you can get. He wasn't guaranteed to be back here. And maybe he does still end up back here. And if he does, it's a win-win. So um, at the end of the day, people, I will see you guys back here. Knicks versus Orlando Magic post-game. We'll take some more calls on Leon Rose. Take some more calls on Marcus Morris. And, of course, take some more calls on the Knicks versus Orlando post-game show. That'll start about 10 p.m. Eastern time. So before you guys leave, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Share these videos. Just throw it up on Facebook. Throw it up on Twitter. Text somebody. Text your friend. Join our Discord group as well. The Discord link is in the video description. The mods will put that in as well. So make sure you, uh, you you join the Discord group as well, man. So that is it. I'll see you guys later on, man. Peace.